Hey, Kirk. What's up, man? Hey, who's this? Yeah, I know. We're, uh, <laughs> we're back from our busy summer vacation that we give ourselves every year, huh? Yeah, we had the uh, fancy football shutdown. Yeah. like GE shut down yeah, exactly. back in the day. <laughs> oh, we got great, together. Man. We got together. We had a picnic. It was great. It was, uh, it was fantastic. Yeah. Um, well, hey, man, you ready to talk some fancy football? Yes, I am. All right, good. We have a uh, show today. We're actually going to talk about rookie. Two episodes talking about rookie. this one is specifically about rookie running backs. The next one will encompass all the other positions uh, that have uh, skill positions that have fantasy relevancy. But uh, before we do that, though, there has been some some pretty big news in the fantasy football world that uh, we'll just kind of touch on briefly. Yeah, perfect. You shoot. Go ahead. All right, man. Hey, first one, uh, I, I just want to get through very quickly and just mention that Julian Edelman did um, – he did appeal his four-game PED suspension. However, the suspension was upheld, so do not count on him for the first four games. Chris Hogan looking better and better there. Yeah. Okay. All right, anything on that, Kirk? I think that's wonderful for Chris Hogan. Yeah, very good. He'll All right, excited uh, to be drafted by one team earlier than normal. That's right. All right, uh, next is uh, – about DeMarco Murray, who today announced his retirement after he said earlier in the week that he was going to, he's very close to signing with a team. He would do it within the week because like three or four teams were in communications with him. So what do you make of that? I'm, I'm a little shocked. And I, I, for some, for some odd reason, I, I don't, I don't know how solid retirements are or if they've turned their retirement papers are. And with the way Marshawn Lynch was able to come back after a couple seasons, um, I don't think that that's going to be uh, a final solution. I feel like he may he may be called upon, especially if any anybody goes down that of any value of any familiar team to him. So, yeah, yeah, that's, a, that's the first thing I thought of too. I don't think this is going to stick. Yeah, you know, he's only thirty years old, but you know, he does not have as many carries on his legs as you know somebody like you know well, Lashawn McCoy, the next guy we're going to talk about, or some of those other running backs. Right. So he's. You know, and, and last year he was he was banged up a little bit, and and that's why I guess the year wasn't as good. But I totally agree with you. Wouldn't be surprised if uh, he reverses that decision here, uh, maybe early in the season. And, and as we were looking at the uh, depth chart in, in Dallas, they have Tavon Austin as a possible number two running back, which is not very promising. And then Bo Scarborough as a number three. I mean, that wouldn't be a bad move for him later in his career to go back to his team and. And, for, and be a, a vulture for uh, Ezekiel Elliott. Well, yeah, I mean, remember we talked about, you know, Indianapolis. Yeah. I thought would be a good spot for him. Um, you know, I, I can't remember who you said. I think you said San Francisco, Heck, uh, Denver, maybe another spot. So. The, uh, the Baltimore yeah. Ravens, that, that, would, that would probably be a good spot for him too. Yeah, yeah the team, he, he surprised he hasn't signed with the team. But anyways, oh, well, so yeah. on to the biggest story. Uh, since we've been gone, is uh, uh, regarding LaShawn McCoy. Obviously, uh, you know, domestic issue there. Um, still nothing, uh, I guess, no, no certainty with that situation. But if if the allegations pan out to be true that he was involved with this home uh, targeted home robbery, um, I, in my opinion, I think we're dealing with a Ray Rice situation here where the public – 
outcry will be so loud and Roger Goodell will cave to that. And you, you may see the last of LaShawn McCoy, or at least it, you're looking uh, at, at a wasted, you know, fantasy season here for him. So. Yeah. And regardless of whether he did anything or not, he still may be on the chopping block because Roger Goodell just doesn't, doesn't like to um, uh, listen to anybody other than the fans. So if there's enough fan outcry, regardless of actual accusations, he's still maybe suspended yeah. for a, a certain amount of time or indefinitely as they like to do it. Yeah. So obviously the, the big beneficiary of that would be uh, Chris Ivory. Mm-hmm. Um, I still I don't think, don't I, think I would touch him because I, I think that's going to be the worst team in the NFL. So who has Chris Ivory speaking of that? I don't know. We, we, yeah, I'd have to go back and look at it, but he may be, I wouldn't be surprised if he's not on any roster in our keeper league. So, uh, if he's going to be on one roster, I'm going to guess it's quick hits. <laughs> did quick hits have Demarco Murray? Yes. He d- did. He really? Yes, he does. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a, one more player out of the NFL yeah. from quick hits. <laughs> I was just being facetious when I said that. I didn't really realize he had. Yeah. Him. No. Uh. uh uh, computer Tom drafted Chris Ivory, and, and boy, does he look uh, smarter and smarter every year. Oh, okay. Computer Tom knows what he's doing. Computer Tom is very good. Yeah, <laughs> for for five bucks, he has a starting <laughs> running back, possibly. Interesting. Poor quick hits. Yeah. Um. <laughs> all right. Well, hey, you ready to talk about some rookie running backs? Yeah. Let's go. All right. Good. So. You know, we're going to try and break this uh, episode down into uh, looking at it from two different angles. Um, first of all, we, we are very excited to announce that we, Kirk, you and I and, and some other friends of ours are starting the first dynasty, true dynasty league that we've ever been involved in. So we're going to talk about the dynasty aspect and then just the regular redraft or, or you know, yearly draft uh, aspect for, for rookie running backs. Uh, the reason we have an entire episode dedicated to rookie running backs by themselves is because they are the most relevant fantasy uh, rookie players uh, that will impact your your redraft leagues. You mean you're talking about like for a keeper league to where you're you're drafting just a rookie class because a, re- a redraft is one that you throw all the players back into the pool and then you redraft them. Exactly. Yeah, and that and that's my point yeah. is running running backs are the most relevant when it comes to just regular redraft leagues, right? Uh, to where they <clears throat> rookies are more likely to have immediate fantasy value, right. and you'll see this as I go through the numbers. Uh, I've looked at the last three years uh, and the rookies for each position, so you'll see that running backs are consistently higher than the other positions. Right. So, um, you know where. Yeah, it, you know where where there may be some huge you know huge college talents coming out as wide receiver. Don't bank on them in your yearly redraft leagues, but running backs, go after them. So, um, anything else you want to add before I get into some of the data from the last three? No, years? this is this will this will be fun. This is the good part. Okay, <clears throat> so um, again, I've looked at the last three years, and and really what I did, I singled out all rookie running backs who finished in the top 18 uh, for year, for points per game, uh, yearly points per game. Um, you know, because I, I kind of look at that as, you know, there are running back one, 
or the top half of a running back too, which is, you know, a weekly starter on your fantasy team. So that's, that is who I'm going to single out uh, for this episode. And then we'll, we'll move on and, and take a look at the, the running backs who were drafted in this year's NFL draft. Okay. All right. So last year, Kirk, if you had to guess how many rookie running backs finished within the top 18 in points per game. Now, again, this is points per game. This is not end of year total points. What would your guess be? Uh, five. Oh, you hit it right on the head. Very good. So, you know, almost a third of the top 18 running backs were rookies last year. Uh, one of these guys, I guess, had four games, but still goes to show how valuable and how great of a it was last year. Um, so let's go through the names. Mm-hmm. Uh, number fourth in points per game was uh, Alvin Kamara from the New Orleans Saints. Mm-hmm. He averaged 19.6 points a game in PPR leagues. Uh, next at number five was Kareem Hunt at mm-hmm. 18.4 points per game. Number seven, Leonard Fournette. Number 10, Dalvin Cook. And number 14 was Christian McCaffrey. Again, that, that was a studly class of running backs. Yeah, and, and really all of those um, going into the season, with the exception of Alvin Kamara, was expected to be impactful. Um, not necessarily right. maybe, you know, that top end, but Alvin Kamara was really the only surprise of that class. And he looked, he looked the best when he was out there. He looked faster and more, you know, just quicker, quicker adjustment to the game. Well, I'll tell you, you know, I mean, yeah, people did, people um, were high on him because the Saints were obviously high on him because they drafted him in the third round, mm-hmm. but they traded a future second round pick to get him, which is something you rarely see. Kareem Hunt, you know, kind of benefited from injuries on his team, but the other three guys, you're absolutely right, were all first round picks. Right. Well, when we look at this year's NFL draft, there were uh, three first round picks for running backs. So, you know, we'll, we'll talk about them in depth, right. but okay, so. Hey, moving on to 2016, so this is two years ago now, uh, there were only two running backs in the top 18, but those two running backs were, they were actually top 10, so two running back number ones. Number, uh, the third place scorer of that year was Ezekiel Elliott, 21.7 points per game, and then number nine was our man Jordan Howard at 15.3 points per game, so good, uh, good year there. Um, and then finally, 2015, there were three players in the in the top 18. At number nine, you had Todd Gurley. Number 16 was David Johnson. And then uh, uh, number 17, any guesses who that would be, Kirk? I'm trying to think. Um... This one shocked me, I'll be honest. Rookie running back in 2015. 2015. So he'd be entering his fourth year in the league now. Is his name Duke Johnson? Uh, it is not Duke Johnson. It's actually TJ Yeldon. Oh, wow. Uh, 17th, yeah, 17th ranked running back that year. So he was a flash in the pan. I guess. I guess. So now he's a PPR guy. Another, but, uh, another wonderful uh, Alabama running back that just. Yep disappears yeah so that also speaks to the shelf life of running backs uh, mm-hmm. you know that's important when you get in the dynasty league so you know tj yeldon's a rookie finishes as a a mid-level running back number two 
But then two years later, the team drafts Leonard Fournette as a top five pick. So, Mm -hmm. you know, that's why, you know, when we talk about dynasty drafts, sometimes you want to invest more in those proven receivers who may have 12 year careers as opposed to flashy uh, rookie running backs. But well, all and right. When, when was TJ Elton drafted again? He he was he was a, he was a he was a second round guy. No, even still, I mean that's that's a lot of investment for a team to, to draft a running back that high, have him play fairly well, and then just fall out of love with him. So that's that's right. kind of yeah, that kind of stinks if you're redrafting, um, you know, a rookie running back. You know, yeah, hard. It's hard to gauge it. So the other thing I'll bring up, and and David Johnson is a good example of this. So David Johnson was the 16th ranked running back that year, and he had 13.1 points per game. But that is a little bit deceiving, and this is something you have to be aware of when drafting rookie running backs, is he did not really secure that starting role, or they did not use him as much until the second half of the season. So the second half of the season, he was much better, but – it took time for them to trust him with that role. And some, a lot of times you see that with rookie running backs. Um, they establish themselves maybe later in the season than a, your typical veteran. So if you do draft a rookie running back, um, have some, some uh, tactical patience there and, and hold on to him if you really think that they are the guy. Yeah, and even, even Alvin, Alvin Kamara, there had, he had to like kind of fight through the weeds because you had a – you had it, Mark Ingram and Adrian Peterson. So it didn't look promising, but you just sit on him and he ends up playing. Exactly right. Okay. So, hey, let's talk about some of the rookies from this year. Obviously, the big splash and the one that everybody's going to be going for was the uh, second pick of the first round of the actual NFL draft. That was Saquon Barkley, who went to the New York Giants. Right now, his average draft position is at the 107. He is the basically the sixth running back being taken. Um, <clears throat> you know, he obviously, I, if all things work out for him, he has the upside of being, I think, you know, a top, a top five running back. Um, and you know, when you're looking at dynasty leagues, if if some people were to take him as the, the first pick overall, um, it's hard to argue that. Um, Kirk, what do you? How do you feel about Saquon Barkley? Yeah, I. I I wouldn't. I wouldn't have a problem taking him with the first first pick. Uh, but again, that would be if you're a little bit of a gambler. You have other known commodities that are only a year into the league that you might feel more comfortable with. Um, heck, even Todd Gurley isn't that old to where. I mean, if you really want to look five years down the line, that's fine. But you I mean picking up Todd Gurley over Barkley is probably still a smarter move, even in that that format. Yep. Okay. So where would you feel comfortable taking him? For a dynasty league? Uh, well, yeah. Yeah, let's start dynasty. I mean, talk about some of the players you would pick over him. You said, you know, Gurley. Gurley. I, I'd, I'd, the only question mark about Le'Veon Bell is where he's going to play. Um, so that kind of puts me on pause for him. I think Elliott would be an easy, easy pick over him. Um, I would – I would really want to probably pick like an Alvin Kamara or um, uh, whatchamacallit. Uh, I would look at Kareem Hunt too, but even still, I think Barkley has a little bit more draw than those two. Um, yeah. He's more of a traditional running back uh, who has secondary receiving options or receiving talent. So um, I, I would only, it'd probably be one or two 
running backs that I would pick over him in that okay. type of format. In in redraft leagues, um, you know, would you take Saquon Barkley or Melvin Gordon? Uh Barkley. Okay. Interesting. See, I would, um, and this is just, I guess, how I am. Uh, I would be more likely to go with Melvin Gordon just because I, I think he's definitely going to get 300 touches and you kind of know what you're getting where Saquon Barkley may have a higher upside, but it, it is a gamble with him one pick. Yeah, but, I, for some, I don't know. The, the more I read about the way they, they, they I mean, about this guy, it, it just seems he's, he's going to be involved in the offense first, second, and third. Um, and, and he's kind of the, he's, he's unusual compared to the other ones that were drafted. I mean, even Leonard Fournette last year was looked at as they're they going to give him the ball, but Barkley seems to be just like a level above him with what they expect out of him. So that would yep. be, that would be why I would, I would, I would, I would gamble on Barkley and, and roll with it. But yeah, Melvin Gordon known commodity on a, on a team that, they need him, and he's going to be a proven asset. But I don't know. I think this would be the only time where Barkley would be the guy to pick. Yeah, and I, I may waffle on that too, and maybe want to take a chance on him yeah. later. So, sure. um, but yeah, expect big things out of him. People are saying generational player. So Hall of Fame. He's got his jacket fitted. There you go. All right. So the next running back taken in the NFL draft at the the first round, the twenty seventh pick uh, overall, was Rashad Penny. From San Diego State, he went to the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, right now, his average draft position yeah. is the four oh four. So that is the twentieth running back taken. Um, you know, I I think right now he's the only other one that walks into you know other than Barkley walks in and, and maybe looked at as a three down back for his team right away. Um, you know, you, you got to love the situation, although some people are saying Chris Carson may be the starter early on, but you would expect Penny to win that job uh, fairly quickly. But, uh, you know, it was, it, you know, they must really believe in him in Seattle because or be high on him because they had so many other holes that they had to fill. I mean, they are bleeding players on the defense that um, I was shocked that they, they went this route. Although last year with Eddie Lacy and, Thomas Rawls, I mean, their running game was horrific. So how do you feel about Rashad Penny? Oh, that's a – I mean, looking at him as a fourth-round, you know, top-end top, top end pick, that's uh, very optimistic uh, for an auction draft, too, of how, how little you may have to spend to get him um, to get a starting running back. So it, it's very it's, – it's, it brings pause right away. Why? Why, why do so many people – hold off on him i'm with you he's on a team that has offensive uh capabilities just because of the quarterback and because of you know some of their receivers that are there that are proven um i i feel like that would be a great situation for him there's at least a certain amount of balance on that team that he doesn't have to be the workhorse but he looks like he might be and that's yeah. that's great so i I'm more apt to say, well, let's keep him in our back pocket uh, in an auction draft and try to, you know, maybe get him for, for really cheap. And in the fourth round, that would mean that's a running back, running back, wide receiver, running back. That's that's not that bad. That's not out of the question for me. Okay. All right. Uh, so the next running back, uh, another kind of surprising pick here. Um, 
at the 31st pick in the first round, the New England Patriots uh, selected Sony Michelle. Uh, right now, he his average draft position in redraft leagues is the 11th pick of the fourth round, the 23rd running back overall taken. I will tell you right now, uh, for a redraft league, I will not uh, touch him. Um, I think yeah, I just hate that situation in New England with the running backs. Um, I, you know, I like him for dynasty leagues, but you know how you, you, he will have to earn his spot in New England. Um, he had fumbling problems in college, and, and that will get you on the bench very quickly on Bill Belichick team. I still think Rex Burkhead is the, the better play this year, but uh, in the long run, I think he'll be uh, a, a great piece to have on your dynasty team. What do you think about Sonny? Yeah, yeah. the scary yeah. part about New England is, is you, you, no matter how good you are this, this week, if you fall off in the next week, you could be off the roster. I mean, we, you, you could see running backs. Uh, was it Brandon Bolden? Um, what's that one dude that had like 200 yards, and then the next week he was obsolete, and then it was off the team uh, a couple weeks later. So then uh, Gillis, Gillisley. Gillisley last it, year. I mean, it, yeah, they went from Gillisley to James White was the guy, then Burkhead, then Deion Lewis. I it, mean, it's it's more it's more of a of an attitude that that they're looking for. So if you will speak their language and drink the juice and do what they say that has more weight uh, on that team and your standing than your actual ability. So, yeah, that's kind of scary, too. I'm with you. He may be on the New York draft list on, on well, several formats. Yeah, and, and, I mean, the thing is, like, uh, uh, you know, you, you invest a first-round pick in him. So, in the long run, I think he'll be fine. But Yeah, but they do, they do not stuff. But, I mean, they'll, they'll, they'll take chances on, on people because they feel that they can, they can do that. But, um, yeah, it's, it's really – Kind of an odd situation. I thought he was on the Cobras. <clears throat> Fitness consigliere. Yeah, I mean, I, I, maybe I'm. <laughs> well, if he's got a he's got a future in dodgeball, if he doesn't exactly. Make <laughs> <clears throat> All right, you'll like this next one. The thirty uh, fifth overall pick uh, went in the second round. Uh, that was Nick Chubb uh, for the Cleveland Browns, uh, running back out of Georgia. He was Michelle's. Uh, teammate in college right now his average draft position is the 811 uh he's the 41st running back taken overall um you know i, I won't draft him I, I, kirk i think we're in agreement thinking that this is carlos's carlos hyde's job this year yeah uh, actually i'm very high on carlos hyde um you know maybe chubb will be the the guy next year or maybe in that third year uh but looking at his highlights and just kind of his resume as a college player i think nick chubb's Film just screams NFL running back. You know, I, I think he he has the body and the build to, to be very successful. He, you know, as long as he's in Cleveland, he may never see um, the field on third down. You know, right. I think uh, you know Duke Johnson has that uh, lined up, and that's not really his strengths. But um, looks like he he could be a, a good player looking down the road for for uh, dynasty league. Now, now when you're saying he'll never see third down because typically first and second down in Cleveland are disappointing. So the third down is passing situations to where you need a receiving running back. Well, what if the first and second down are successful enough to where they're a yard, heaven forbid, of well, the first down? Okay, He'll well, probably then <clears throat> see more touches at that point. 
he yeah I that was not to suggest that he'll never play <laughs> on a third down play. Kirk, he, thank you. You you could be right though. You you never know. <laughs> so what do you think about uh, Chubb? Um, I, I I'm with you on on what what I see in him. Uh, he he certainly has a role in the NFL. He certainly you know it's what you're looking for as far as the body and the and, and the size and everything. I I, I again don't think that Carlos Hyde's going to give that up. I think he's too talented. Um, he's kind of a combination of Chubb and Johnson with his skill set. So um, unless there's an injury. So that's the only thing that I'm, I'm expecting that Chubb would do is if he'd step up if, if Hyde get, comes up lame. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't draft him either unless it was really late. Okay. There. All right. Hey, three picks later, the 38th overall pick in the, the – uh, of the NFL draft was Ronald Jones, the second out of USC. He was drafted by Tampa Bay. Right now, his average draft position is the 504, 25th running back taken uh, in the dra- in the, uh, fantasy drafts. Um, this Tampa Bay is looking more and more to be a bad team this year. Uh, this year may be his best year, and to me, this kind of heat. He's in a very good situation. You know, Peyton Barber is the only one challenging him for the, that lead back role. Uh, a lot of people are low on his talent. Um, <clears throat> you you, you kind of see he's all over the spectrum as far as the, uh, the analysts go. But to me, he almost screams TJ Yeldon or Alfred Morris to where his first and second year, that may be his best, but he just doesn't have the talent that some of these other draft picks have. So he may fade a little bit more. I'm not sure what you, what you think about. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm not, I'm not too enamored with him um, uh, beyond this year. Uh, And I think that could be where with James Winston having his issues and whether or not they extend him, um, the team may look like to be making a big change in either coach quarterback, whatever, if they don't have success. So I, I have a hard time touching any of their players at this point with any uh, amount of distance in the future. Okay. All right. Uh, the 43rd overall pick, we're still in the second round here, the NFL draft. Uh, Detroit Lions uh, took carry uh, on Johnson running back out of Auburn. Right now, his average draft position is the 6-12. He is the 32nd running back taken off the board. Uh, when it comes to dynasty drafts, he is my second favorite running back of this class. Uh, I think he will be a, a true th- third down back. I'm not sure I would draft him this year, you know, because the Lions went out and got LeGarrette Blunt. They still have Theo Riddick. They still have Amir Abdullah, um, you know, but I think moving on, he will be a, thir- uh, a three down back. Uh, that drafts at the 612 right now, that's way too high in a regular redraft league for me to take him but I will be targeting him in our, in our dynasty league. How do you feel about, about carry on Johnson? Well, traditionally Detroit just, I don't, I don't remember the last time they had a hundred yard back uh, since Barry Sanders. I mean, it, it, it you could probably count it on one hand. Uh, the number of times someone's gone over a hundred yards, that wasn't a quarterback or running or wide receiver. I, I'm going to just rule those guys out. Um, I don't, I, with the, the litany of running backs they have there that seem like they could fill in a role. Um, I'm going to keep my eye on him. I don't have any desire to take him 
And if I'm taking him, it's probably because I made poor decisions with my running backs in the first uh, few picks. So I'm not with you on that yet. I'm very skeptical of them just because of that offense and how they function. Okay, yeah, like I said, I would not take him uh, this year in a redraft league, but dynasty league, definitely. Yeah, I guess that would depend on where in that dynasty he would fall, you know. Okay. All right, hey, uh, the next guy, uh, 59th overall pick, still in the second round here uh, of the NFL draft. Uh, Darius Geis from LSU went to the Washington Redskins. Juice. 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 Guise. Guise. Uh, he is being drafted as the 309 average draft position in fantasy. That's the running back 17. A lot of uh, uh, experts had him as the second best running back in this, cla- uh, in this class. He dropped due to character concerns, so not on the field stuff. Uh, again, I think he went to a great situation. Chris Thompson is still there. You know, Samaje uh, P. Ryan, who was a second or third round pick last year, just did not perform when given the chance. Um, I I am not high, as high on him. I, I didn't. I did watch a little bit of his tape. I, I like a lot of the other players more than him. Um, and also with some of the off off the field stuff, just wouldn't be surprised if he kind of blows this opportunity. So I, again, kind of like Ronald Jones, he may be worthwhile to go after this year or the next year, but I, I don't look at him as a long term uh, fix there in Washington. What do you think? With him, with him being a third round pick, that would mean that some team, um, unless they go running back, running back, running back that he's their second running back. I would, I would, I would not feel comfortable with that at all. So um, he, in, this, in this average draft, mm-hmm. he would never be on my team. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah so, it's too expensive for him. Yeah. Yeah. So that would be, um, yeah, that, yeah. So I guess I'll, I'll say goodbye to, to the greasy, <laughs> but he does, he does. I think he's going to get an opportunity and, and, I I feel like the the recent news of his off the field, some of his actions. Um, I'm hoping that means that that's, that he's going to have a positive outlook. He has a good quarterback. That uh, he has a good situation in Washington to 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 be very very good. So I'm more optimistic than you are. But yeah, I'll, he'll never be on my team this year. Okay. Hey, only two more guys to talk about. Uh, the next one. Uh, drafted 71st overall pick. Now we're, he's the only running back taken in the third round of the NFL draft. That was uh, Royce Freeman out of Oregon. He went to uh, Denver Broncos. His average draft position now is at the 505. That's the 26th overall running back. Um, he still has not won that job there in Denver. Uh, obviously, none of these guys have won their job, but uh, I don't think it's a given that he wins it over Devontae Booker. So, uh, again, he had a really good college tape. Uh, I think – Looking at him for dynasty drafts, I think he'll be a, a, a very good pick. Although, uh, at the 505, there is no way I would pick him in a regular redraft league. Yeah, that would have to be a deep league. You'd have to have a 12-team league and um, to where that could possibly be relevant. Uh, but, yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. He's He's got he's to show us some stuff first in order for that to happen. Okay. Finally, the last one uh, – the only other guy here that I think could potentially start, and that is Naeem Hines. Uh, he was out of NC State. Uh, he was drafted the 104th pick in the fourth round of the NFL draft. Uh, he went to the Indianapolis Colts. 
Uh, he is now – his average draft position is at the 10-12. So he's the 47th running back being taken off the board. Now this is a spot to where I would take a chance on somebody like Freeman yeah. or Hines. You know, you've got four solid running backs or five already on your team. Take a stab at a rookie who's showed explosive tape in college and actually could win the job over Marlon Mack. Like that, these are the types of guys that I wouldn't mind taking a chance on. So, Naeem Hines much more likely to be on my redraft, te- you know, teams than Royce Freeman or Darius Geis or Ronald Jones. Yeah, especially at that spot, he is the throwaway pick uh, of your team um, at late in the drafts. Yeah, I'm, I'm with, I'm with you on that. There's. Plenty of opportunity for him to uh, make a stamp in Indianapolis. Okay. All right. Well, hey, that's all the running backs I want to talk about. Just real quick, um, just to kind of recap, Kirk, I'm going to give you my top three picks for redrafts and then my top three for dynasty. Um, if, I don't know if you want to kind of review them and do the same, but I'll tell you right now, this year for redraft leagues, um, top, really my top three are Saquon Barkley. That's, that's the obvious one. He has the talent and fell into a great situation there. So he'll have the most opportunity. Second uh, is Rashad Penny, uh, who again, fell into a great situation. I think uh, he, he has the possibility of being a true three down back this year. And then last uh, or third is Darius Geis. Again, this is only because of the situation. Uh, I think he will get the most volume. All of the other running backs taken. So when, uh, when I look at dynasty drafts, though, uh, the order in my top three are number one, again, is Saquon Barkley, uh, looking to have, a, I think, a long career there in, in New York. Second, uh, I talked about Kerryon Johnson. He is my second favorite. And then a tie for third, I would, I would go after Rashad Penny and Nick Chubb. I would pick up those two guys in a heartbeat for my dynasty league because I think you know, two, three years down the road, they still will be starters. And that is a, a lifetime when talking dynasty leagues. So that is, that is what I have. What, what, uh, what are you thinking? Well, what, what uh, I would say the first three, the first uh, uh, three that you talked about, I'm right on board with that. And, and the only one that I'm different on is that carry on Johnson um, in the dynasty. I would, I would stick with guys on that. I, I, that would be the only replacement. Um, I would have Barkley. I would have Penny and Chubb. And then I would think that Geis would be a pick if I had to swap out Johnson with somebody. All right, man. I like it. Yes. Well, hey, this was fun after a long break. Oh, Austin. <laughs> we'll talk about that in the next one. All right, that's all. That's all for us. We're signing off and fading out.